So I will say I'm uh, just getting over a cold, so if I am making disgusting noises, I apologize. It's going to happen. To make it a little easier, maybe, uh, I just started recording uh, when Izzy did her Canadian impression about her voice. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, eh? Sorry about that there. Sorry, eh? Sorry, eh? So thank you for letting us be part of the best Fast and Furious movie. You know what? (laughs) This was my first time watching this one. Yeah. I think it might actually be the most legitimately good movie. Right? It's the one with the the, <laughs> the most linear the plot line. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, Patty makes a good point. You do have to watch them all. But this one in particular, because it's good. Like, really good. P- Patty, quick question. Why would I need to watch any other Fast and Furious movie to know what's going on in this movie? Well, no, you wouldn't need to to know what was going on in this one. That's why it's great. It's standalone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I I swear this one was straight to DVD when it came out. Nope. Nope. We saw it in theaters. Nope. I've seen it. Yeah, we saw it in Okay. Uh, We've seen. No, we haven't seen everyone in the theaters. Uh, We started at number three. Right. Have I seen all? No, I definitely didn't see four in theaters because I didn't care again until fast five came out and then i went back and watched four and then yeah this is my first time watching this one so uh we're, we're doing all of them this month well in april but yeah this month really. <laughs> i will we're gonna say love these this movies. if you watch other fast and the furious movies you will have to watch this to know what's going on in a couple of them Okay, so about that well I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it later but right. uh, yeah i was like wait he died that early in the movie, <laughs> and now he's coming back, even yep. after they already on Jason Statham. Okay, I think I know how they're gonna. I don't know, jury rig this. Back I, together, I already told but... you how they how how they jury rigged this back together. How it? Oh well, because it's gonna be that Jason Statham helped Han fake his fake death his so that he could get away from the Yakuza or yeah Yakuza Yakuza that's yeah. it the Yakuza but somebody is going to catch Jason Statham in the wrong context that's why they thought he killed Han in 6 uh and then now that he's a good guy all that stuff is going to come back out turns out Han was probably just in hiding probably helping Mama Shaw commit some yeah, crimes helping all the other unnamed Shaws yeah like you didn't mention a sister before (laughs) yeah i don't do that (laughs) patty's phase says they make excellent points (laughs) oh oh yeah they they will continue to do so as well (laughs) my specialty is conspiracy theories (laughs) the thing with with these movies is that universal a couple years back they wanted to start that whole dark universe so they could have something to rival marvel's cinematic universe they already had one with these movies, and they didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah, they had superheroes, they, they yeah. had all, all the cars. And People who die they, but don't really die. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Star Wars. Yeah. I don't like Star Wars. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the point, dear. Yeah. Oh, and we, we love these movies, too. It's just, you know, episode nine, like, everybody kind of came back, and it was like, oh, okay. I, I, I'm waiting for uh, Fast 9 and the Saga one. Uh, Abraham Lincoln's going to come back. Gonna be <laughs> yeah. And then in 10, they go to space. Yeah. <laughs> Toretto wakes up and it was all a dream. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, I got to lay off the Coronas. <laughs> 
Tonight. Oh, two nights. Ah, we are continuing to live life a quarter April at a time. <laughs> as we go to Fast and Furious 3, Tokyo Drift. Yeah. <laughs> and once again, we are not alone. <gasps> what? This is a franchise that g- goes all around the world. So we've gone mm-hmm. all the way up north to Canada. International. International for Nathan and Patty to be joining us. Welcome, Nathan and Patty. Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> now, Patty, let me let me start off. Thank you for joining us for your first podcast. This is this is truly a landmark event. It is. I don't know if the world is ready for Patty. I don't know if Patty's ready. Ah, but yes, Gordon, and of course, Nathan joining us from What Were They Thinking podcast. Uh, he's been on no. here once or twice. A couple times. A couple times. <laughs> still, still just blown away by all the facts i find on about steel on uh the hva's pod hvh podcast with two d's that's right capital h capital v capital h capital p lowercase podcast with two d's (laughs) excuse me and you two insisted on being on this episode why why well i i insisted on being on this episode (laughs) because this is my favorite fast and furious movie but i felt that patty is a great fit 
because there's no person I know more that loves these movies. Really? She is absolutely infatuated with this series. She thinks it's one of the greatest things to ever grace cinemas. Well, you got a good one there, Nathan. Yep, she's a keeper. (laughs) Even the spinoff, she had a great time with the Hobbs and Shaw movie. Oh, you mean movie of the year 2019, Hobbs and Shaw? Yeah, yeah, we we, we agree a thousand percent. Oh, yeah. (laughs) These are your people, Patty. Kindred spirits. Yeah. (laughs) Watch the cat. (laughs) Get her off my comic books. (laughs) Excellent. Well, uh, but before we get started talking about the movie, though, babe. Steve? A little thirsty. I don't know about you. Ah, well, we have, in honor of going to Tokyo, one of the first beers we tried when we were in Tokyo. Yeah. Sapporo, Sapporo Premium Black Beer. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah. So this is the Black Beer. Perfectly ba- balanced blend of roasted dark malts with refined hop bitterness. This is one bold lager with an uncommonly smooth finish. And is tradition, I cannot find the ABV on here, but I'm going to guess it's like four and a half, five percent. Sounds about right. And we're going to pop our top. Just barely. Slow. All right, there we go. Just like I like it. <laughs> Apparently there's a couple of play some burlesque music during that. And the pour. Yeah. Oh, wow. That is like it's got it's a dark, a dark khaki-colored head, yeah. Yeah. So this is a beautiful beer. It's got uh, it's a very dark color, dark brown, got some beautiful ruby highlights when you hold it up to the light. It has a nice dark khaki-colored head. I am fighting a cold, so I'm getting no aroma off of this. I'm going to have to rely on my uh, faithful partner here. Sorry, I was taking the, the tab out of the hole. I don't know why you decided <laughs> to do a full 360 out. on it. But... Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little bit of roasty notes, and yeah, definitely malt forward, though, not a lot of hop. Mm. This tastes like a black lager. Yeah, really yeah. clean. Definitely has some delicious, like, roasty, almost coffee notes on the end. A little bit of hop character, nothing too bad. I could drink this all day. Yeah, it's like a nice little uh, little Schwarz beer. Yeah, it's probably like 4%, 5%, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, when we first tried this, we got this out of the vending machine that was in the hallway of our uh, RioCon in Kyoto. That's right. 500-year-old uh, hotel with a vending beer machines. vending machine in the hall. It was fucking great. Yeah. Also, glorious. the doorways were exactly five feet tall. <laughs> I had to duck to get in. They were almost two feet shorter than Steve. <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot I'm of fun pictures. <laughs> Our host was very gracious, and every time we had to go through a doorway, he kept going, Oh, I am so sorry, it's Japanese size. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Are you uh, are you two drinking anything over there? I have a, uh, a delicious craft beer from a Long Bay Brewery here in New Brunswick, lovely Cannabacasis Valley, uh, a passion fruit-flavored beer called Full Pleasure. So I've got five points, and it is, it man, it it's it's delicious. You only like me. It's got the nice uh, citrusy or fruity taste to it. It's not bitter at all. Oh man, it goes down like an average looking girl on prom night. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Petty, are you also inviting? No, I am drinking Coca Cola. Oh. A fine Atlanta beverage brewed for the. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Patty likes her Coke. Ah. <laughs> yes, I do. That's why hey, you got you gotta, gotta take something to keep yourself up while you're a mom. 
Come on, kids, let's go, let's go, let's go. <laughs> That's what I sound uh, like in the morning. So, so Tokyo Drift, man. This, this, or Karate Kid with cars. Yeah, <laughs> Karate Kid Part Two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair point. Yeah, <laughs> that nice summation of Part One uh, during the opening. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> Karate Kid Part Two. This. This movie was a lot of fun. Spoiler alert, it's going to get a high rating from me. But uh... <laughs> Oh, like, can I give it seven thumbs up now? <laughs> you only have I seven? Like all the puns. <laughs> uh, but from uh, director Justin Lin. <clears throat> who's he, Steve? Sorry, who's he, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> well, you may know him from Better Luck Tomorrow, apparently. Uh, Annapolis. This, Fast and Furious 4 through 6, Star Trek okay. Beyond, and of course, number 9 and number 10 he's making as well for the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah. So he owes his career to these movies. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> by, the, by the way, I've been mentioning in all these other episodes, this franchise is based on a 1998 Vibe magazine article entitled Racer X by Ken Lee. He's also a credited writer on all of the movies because of that. Yeah. Oh, I bet he's making an awful lot of money right. doing absolutely nothing. Uh, but there are also other writers involved with this movie, as is tradition for these. <laughs> I think there's more and more as the series goes along. But uh, this one includes Gary Scott Thompson, who wrote all of these, as well as Hollow Man, K911, K9PI, Time Cop 2, The Berlin Decision. Oh, not even a good one. 88 minutes. Jeez. And is the creator of the Las Vegas TV series. Oh, all right. So, Excellent. so only gold. Um, and then, of course, <laughs> uh, Chris Morgan is the another writer. He wrote Cellular, This, Wanted, the rest of the Fast and Furious movies. And he's the creator of The Troop. Uh, he wrote, let's see, 13 episodes of Gang Related. And coming soon, apparently, all three of these movies... The Legend of Conan, that's right, Schwarzenegger coming back, allegedly. Gears of War, and The Bride of Frankenstein. Yeah! yeah. My god. Such pedigree. Right? So, incredible directing, incredible writing. Who stars in this masterpiece? Who is, by far, the biggest name that people will know going into this movie? Lucas Black, the kid from American Gothic. Oh, I was going to say Zachary Ty Bryan, the kid from Home Improvement. <laughs> yeah. As well. <laughs> Not a J.J. Chiba? That's later. Oh, my God. Okay, so when J.J. Sonny Chiba came up when the credits were rolling, <laughs> I was like, is that like the grandchild of Sonny Chiba? Oh, no, Steve. What, what did your wife say? No, it's Sonny Chiba, and you were like, there's no way he's in this fucking but, movie. Then why would it be J.J. Sonny Chiba? Like, DJ Sonny Chiba, I could see. <laughs> <laughs> DJ Sonny Chiba on the ones and twos! But yeah, also in this movie, uh, Sung Kang as Han. <laughs> For a time. Uh, Brian T. You might know him from that episode of Monk he was on. Oh, I- <laughs> Alright. <laughs> was uh, international recording artist bow wow as twinkie <laughs> i've got some notes about that name <laughs> can't wait to hear it uh then the mm. only person i've written down is brian t as dk 
aka Drift King. <laughs> Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong would be cooler. <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. So movie starts out. Uh, we get a lot of like the the big thing that was in the two thousands, like the fast motion and slow motion, as like you know this kid Sean's going through public schools, I guess. Um, Metal detectors, mascot hate crime, <laughs> public schools. <laughs> yeah, what was the deal with uh, the kid? Like, I don't know, getting his belly spray painted. What is that a thing? I think it I'm was to, to show knowledge. how bad the bullying problem was, and well, that our protagonist here is not there to defend the little guy. <laughs> yeah, he's not willing um, to stand up for anyone. He only cares about himself. Did either of you guys go to a school, uh, high schools that had uh, tradition? Maybe it was like hazing or rookieing. Uh, I thought it was rookieing. But Nate said it was kind of mean to rookie them that way. <laughs> That's where you like they draw R's on your face and write rookie or newbie and and things like that. Like the first week of high school. Our school had a tradition called canning the freshmen, where you pick up freshmen I, and you dump, dump them in a dumpster. I got canned four times. Nathan, Nathan did that four, to my cousin. Four times. No, now, no, to, to be fair. To be fair. Thank you. To be fair. Thank you. Uh, Patty, when I dumped your cousin into a garbage can, it wasn't a dumpster. And he deserved it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. what else are you going to do with an eight-year-old when he's bothering you? <laughs> but it was cool. It was cool. I was like 17 at the time. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, and also, I'm pretty sure Nathan was preparing for a career in wrestling. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, you're always training. Well, what was the wrestler name? I, I at, at probably at that point, uh, it would have been like what the late nineties. Um, so it probably would have been something along the lines of you know uh, the, the the punk rock Punisher, <laughs> Punkisher. Ooh. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought you were taking a while because it was like, ooh, I can't say that. It's considered racist now. Um... <laughs> Not the p word. How dare you? <laughs> now, now, to, now, I none of my pro, uh, my comments would have any problems with that. Sexism, on the other hand, oof, ooh. I am going to have to think twice before I remember things. <laughs> that makes mathematical sense to anybody. No. Gonna have to think twice to before I remember things. <laughs> All right. Okay. So this movie. Yeah, back to the movie. Uh, yeah, Sean starts talking to some random blonde hoe um, who's checking out his car. <laughs> Who is so full of like you know self assurance and respect for herself, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. So they're just kind of chit chatting, and then. Uh, the 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 older brother from Home Improvement comes over. He's like, "Oh, you talking about girl?" And uh, he's like, "Yeah, wh- whatever, man. I I got to get to work or something." But of course, he throws a baseball through the back window. <clears throat> excuse me, back window well, was, of his car. He was a football guy, though. Yeah, right. He shouldn't have threw a baseball. They were playing football. Like they were tossing the foot uh, football around. Where did the baseball? Oh, come you from? know what it was. <laughs> He pulled the baseball out of his pants because he's been padding. No, no, that's later. This is, we're talking about the public school, the first, when he gets into the fight before he goes to Japan. Oh, right. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're still in America. It's yeah. America. Um, don't push buttons, please. <laughs> she went to reach over to point to one of the notes, and it was on the keyboard. I was like, don't, no, don't. No, 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 no. <laughs> Deleted. <laughs> don't you're worse than the cat 
but uh, <laughs> instead of uh, duking out like uh, two gentlemen dueling at dawn, they decide, you know what, let's race. And what's the prize, Nathan? Well, the prize is a prom date for the girl who is just, again, so full of self-respect. The prize is her. <laughs> I Personally, myself, as, as fun as the race was, I definitely would have loved to have seen Lucas Black beat the hell out of Randy Taylor. Uh, <laughs> Brad Taylor, rather. Well, Randy Taylor, too. With that um, the, the, <laughs> the wrench that he had. Right? <laughs> yes, that, I would love to see that oh, fight. I, I was waiting for it to turn to, like, the fucking transporter where it's him against, like, uh, yeah, Randy Taylor and, like, six of his friends. And it was just, right. wah, 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 and I'm like, well, why do you need to bring Statham in later in the series? You got Lucas Black. <laughs> You've already right? got Lucas Black. Yeah. <laughs> turns out Lucas Black turns into the other Shaw brother. And Holy then they kill shit, him it all comes together. <laughs> even... They really haven't talked about who Daddy Shaw is. In Alabama. Have they? Mm. Sorry. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, but regardless, they hold a race where the prize is syphilis, and uh, of course, with any race in 2006 movies, it's got to be Kid Rock in the soundtrack. Yeah, it's basically. Randy Taylor and a Viper going up against Sean in, it's like a Buick Riviera or something? I think so. Yeah. But I mean, it was, of course, it was all custom because the idea is that he's a gearhead who knows things about, a thing or two about a muscle car. Yeah. Yeah. So they're racing around this, I don't know, subdivision construction site area that m- must be about 20 miles of car, of, uh, of empty houses and car- Well, you see, they, uh, what year did this come out? 2006. 2006. Yeah. That's my brain is stopped working. Is that pre or post Katrina? Because I'm thinking, did they uh, did uh, they head down to the pre- ninth ward? Katri- yeah, I think that was. <laughs> oh, that was pre. So they're gearing up for Katrina to come through. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, I thought they were in California. Yeah, well, I, I don't know where they, they were, were in the they were, beginning. No, they were in Texas. He's shifted around. He's got a southern accent for sure. Yeah, but everybody else there, I, I thought they were just from California. No, they it, were in Texas. I mean, they didn't have they? their accent, but yeah, it takes place in Texas. Wow. I see. I didn't. Sure. I didn't see anything with, that was indicating location. Uh football. I, I was going by. I was going honestly. I was going by the hardcore football fans. Like everybody losing but their fucking. That minds. could be anywhere in the southern portion of the U.S. Well, there you right? Go. So they were in the southern portion of the U.S. Because trust me, Californians really don't give a shit about football. Somewhere in the Confederacy. Southern California? Even Southern... Southern California gives even less of a shit than Northern California. Are you kidding? Northern California about, at least has the Battle uh, of the okay. Bay. Had uh, the Battle of the Bay. Maybe Arizona or New Mexico? I don't want to be wrong here. Um, <laughs> he doesn't like being wrong. All right. So now he's in All right. YouTube. All right. I'm checking I am to be... I'm, I'm checking the, the wikis. The, wiki, the, wiki. Wait, is it the bar with Down the bar, the, the wiki boogie. wikis? <laughs> Uh, up jump the boogie. Oh, okay, perfect, perfect. Uh, let's see. Or is it the wiki wild, wiki wild, wild west? <laughs> nope. No, it's not that at all. <laughs> not even close, babe. Not sure, though. <laughs> Movies that Oof. make Nathan uncomfortable ones. That's <laughs> it. Wild, wild west. I mean, you were talking about a B grade Will Smith movie that somehow got Kevin Klein in it. <laughs> that movie is nuts. I love it because that movie is completely bonkers. Well, uh, oh yes, they have kitty cats. Too. It oh, looks yes. like uh, it's not our cat that you're hearing. Yeah, Victorville, Long Beach, California. Okay, yeah, they're probably supposed to be in California. It looks like. By the way, yes, that is. Uh, oh no, I have it right here, oh. Oro Valley, Arizona. 
Oh, all right. Yep. Alrighty. Well, either way, so he's, a, he's an RV that. brat. All right. Well, what what were they thinking, everybody? Have a good night. <laughs> night, everybody. Wait, do we even know the title of the movie yet? No. Also, hold on. Uh, just so you guys know, you're hearing Miss Miss Poe Cat in the background. Poe. Okay, you won't hear our cat because she does not meow. <laughs> oh, you mean like a good cat? Hmm. <laughs> just in that regard. Yeah. As to what she she'll break glass like the best of them, but. Uh... <laughs> Uh, or, you know, slice open a foot of an adoption worker. Ooh. Damn. <laughs> Meow. <laughs> so we, we still got kids, so. Hey! <laughs> then let us have them. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, so they're, they're racing, cutting through houses. Uh, pretty nice little 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 chase scene. But there's there's no way that Viper is surviving hitting that Riviera when he's trying to run him off the road there at the end. There's absolutely... Especially the amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> Like I, I maybe give him like one strike for a pit move or maybe two, but the amount that he hits that Riviera is just like, oh, that 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 car was dead long before it died. And then, so is this supposed to show us that he's a great driver or that he can hit everything but the brakes? Hit <laughs> everything but the brakes. All right. So she is the resident expert, so I'll defer to Patty on this one. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, Patty, are, are you a drifter or a drag racer? No. Just on Fast and the Furious lore. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I want one of those cars. <laughs> I do not want her to have one of those cars. <laughs> nice. Well, of course, the race ends the way it should with uh, teenage children uh, rolling their cars and plummeting. <laughs> and and basically... They, Most they, realistic part of the movie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The, <laughs> the teenagers rolled the, their cars. They basically walk away with barely a scratch on their cheeks. And uh, oh no, that's not true. I don't know. No, no they lose their front <laughs> teeth. They got their faces. Oh yeah, that's in. right. <laughs> well, he gets the teeth right back because the next day when he's flying to Japan, and, right? yes, uh, <laughs> no, no dental problems there at all. The next day. Oh, actually, you know what? He probably just has the 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 little the front dentures or whatever and that oh, they got they like got knocked out. He just had like a little he cut on his lip or something. Him. Yeah, <laughs> so he's got a new one. Popped him right in. He's like, yeah, I'm ready for international travel now. Ah, uh, he's in the Ovechkin Club. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> he's bounced around. He spent some time up in Ottawa. He uh, he knows what's there. Up. You go, eh? <laughs> hey, I know three people who knocked out both their front teeth uh, doing junior bull riding in like middle school. So. Ooh. <laughs> Please expand on that facial expression, dear. <laughs> very painful. <laughs> Did I mention I grew up in a she hick just... town? <laughs> I went to a doctor and had my name. <laughs> well, I don't feel that he set up the appointment to have the bull do dentistry on him. <laughs> I feel it was just something that came about organically, if you will. It's like, sorry, I'm a little late, doc. <laughs> oh! So I will take the going to have to take this movie to task um, on the the idea that uh, our hero Sean is that it yeah Sean yeah Sean uh, he gets to go to Japan instead of going to jail yeah yeah so not a thing so so yeah with the racing he gets in trouble but Randy Taylor's dad Tim gets him you know a little slap <laughs> on the wrist. Because, you know, he's the tool man. He, he can do yeah, that. Yeah, it's right. the tool man. He gets and, him right uh, out. But, uh, yeah, Sean apparently is like, well, either you go to jail 
or for punishment, we sent you to Japan. Wait, what? <laughs> God damn okay, it. Okay, now, I, I, if you listen to my podcast, uh, What Were They Thinking? Uh, we go over this in uh, one of our first season episodes, American Ninja, uh, where uh, Joe, uh, the G.I. Joe, uh, American Ninja, is offered the uh, option, either go to jail or join the army. That is not a thing, nor has it ever been a thing. So I don't feel that this is a thing. You know, go to jail or world travel. <laughs> oh, but it's because his dad's there, and I assume he's an expat? When we traveled to uh, to Japan a couple of years ago, oh. we met some expats. and uh... We went to visit an expat, and then we bumped into at the bar an expat named Patrick, who, if who may be listening because no, he he's super path. deep into the drift oh, world. Oh, absolutely, there. yeah, he's big. Um, he's like a big mechanic in the drift world. Yeah, uh, he, yeah, yeah, he works you for you... one of the drifting, te- like the the uh, Japan national like drifting teams. Uh, he came over to us at the bar and said, "Oh, you're Americans. I haven't talked to Americans in a while. Let me buy you a round. Then you can all buy me a round." We're like, "I guess we're hanging out with this guy now." Yep. We proceeded to go to a couple <laughs> of bars and shut him down, Steve. Then he wanted to see everybody's party trick. Steve, what oh. was Patrick's party trick? Um, you know you see in movies where the guys have, like, the lit <laughs> cigarette, and they put it on their tongue, and they're you're like, oh, that's kind of cool, yeah. To see that done in uh-huh. real life, though, I, I don't know. To if, hear it. Real yeah, in real yeah, life. To hear it, and I, <laughs> I, I don't know if it's oh. like you can also kind of smell it a little bit or what, but it, oh. it was it was like, oh, wow. I feel unsettled right now, and I don't know why. The only this is cool in movies. There was a very distinct, awkward silence across our table, and then he's like, so what's all your party tricks? And, of course, me, being uh, the charismatic lady, was like, I can make edible noises. What was that? I can make uh, animal well, noises? I can make animal noises. Uh, for, oh, okay. for example, babe, I thought, what, what, what did you do? Oh, well, oh, so I can do a dolphin. And I can also do a chipmunk. <laughs> and I can do a salmon. Like it's being Does seared. Sound like we get, <laughs> get, get, get it? Because it's salmon? I, I get yeah. it. I, get it. <laughs> I would like to circle around to the fact that you said that he was an expat. Yes. Yes, expatriate. And they give up their American citizenship his, to live but there. His, but his name was Patrick. And his yep. name was Patrick. Yep, yep. So he was an expat while being a current pat. It, absolutely. That's how I remembered okay. his name. Very good. All right. I, I'm pretty sure his last name was X, too, so he was also Pat X. <gasps> oh, Patrick X Xavier. Pat X. <laughs> <sighs> All right. And then, on to yeah. Japan, where apparently MC Hammer is huge. Right? Yeah. Did you, you, got, you guys noticed that too, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, oh, okay. And, and the dad's, uh, I don't know, apartment, house, uh, storage apartment. unit he was living in? I mean, Yeah, was, by the way, so he's supposed to be a naval officer. He's not actually an expat. Uh, okay. He's supposed to be on base. Yeah. Why isn't he living on base? I think he retired from that, though, but he decided to still live there. I don't know, because middle or- of the movie, he comes home in the middle of the night, and Sean's not home, and he's in his full uniform. Maybe uh, uh, rent was cheaper off base. Oh, because see, I I thought he was just a mechanic across the street where the the husk of that Mustang was. That's what he does in his off time. That's his hobby. Yeah. Uh, It'd be nice to have a 
entire garage for a hobby like that living in japan right? where i don't know i hear rent is expensive but maybe he owns maybe i mean that's the difference. Our, our friend who lives there can't even live in the state of tokyo he has to live the next state over and commute in wow yeah. oh boy <laughs> well, luckily they got the bullet train so it's easy right <laughs> absolutely <laughs> so when sean gets there uh dad who failed to meet him at the airport has to kick out his geisha yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, one of, one was, of his geishas. Yeah. It, well, at least. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, uh, Sean's got to sleep in the closet. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is the bedroom. It's yours. It's not a bedroom. It's a place to put your clothes in the closet. <laughs> uh, to, to be fair... It, to be fair. It, in Japan, that's actually a pretty pretty popular thing, because they usually only have, like, 150 <laughs> square feet to work with for yeah. a house. And, or like an yeah. apartment at least and so it's like uh yeah i can i can sleep on the the bed here which you know either low or on the ground essentially and then above it it's like all right i can put a bunch of shelves or i can hang things usually don't want to put things too heavy because you know earthquakes and whatnot but yeah it, it's it is a different world than i'm used to over there you, you complain about not having enough storage in the basement right I know. Yeah, our our friend who lives there, I've not seen his apartment because again, he lived like out of he lived in a different state <laughs> when we visited, but uh he had sent me pictures before we came to show us why we couldn't crash with him and yeah, it was about a 100 fair, square foot room Oof. with uh like one cabinet that was the uh the sink and where he had his little like hot pad and did all his cooking and that on. Uh, his bed was over the closet. So basically there was a box that was the closet with like a little two or three foot space above that had the bed on it. Bunk bed. That's bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, so yeah, so Sean starts going to school there in Japan for about three days, apparently. Yeah. Uh, he, he meets his new friend Twinkie, played by Bow Wow. To the Barracuda. Also, false. He's not going to the international school where they speak English. Yeah, because we also know oh, somebody yeah, who okay, grew up in Japan who went to the the international school because her parents wanted her to get the hell out of Japan. Hey, hey, hey! Yeah. <laughs> Everybody wants to leave their hometown. Exactly. So, so Nathan, you had thoughts about the name Twinkie? Well, okay. So I had I actually explained this one uh, to Patty uh, when we watched it the other night because I don't think we'd ever talked about it before. Uh, I said he is a um, a svelte, boyish-looking person, mm-hmm. uh, and he has chosen the name Twinkie. Nubile, you might say. Now, <laughs> right, almost. Yeah, uh, nary our hair upon him. Um, there are cornrows. <laughs> okay, that. That's where you want them to have hair. Anyhow, um, if you unsafe search in Google the term twink. Yes. Explore. Have fun. People who are in the know aren't going to do that because they know that it means, uh, in gay culture anyways, a svelte, uh, boyish looking young man. Yes. Oh, yes. With nary a hair upon their body. So, so you're saying it's an appropriate name. It's it's more appropriate than if they had made him Asian, I suppose. Because <laughs> if they had named him Twinkie as an Asian, that would have raised a whole other racial thing. <laughs> Oof, not even getting into that. <laughs> what I'm saying is his nickname is problematic. Mm. 
Interesting. Interesting. All right. Mm. Well, <laughs> we'll get to more problematic mm. nicknames later. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, so Twinkie shows off his his car, which is a I, I, I don't even know what it is. Uh, Honda Civic souped up. I thought it was a Nissan Soul. It was a very square vehicle. Yeah. Yeah, it looked, it looked it like had, hamster should have been driving it. That's for damn sure. Exactly, and it looked it had the 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 Hulk. Yeah, and he was like the fist was punching out. I feel. Do you think that that would cause some sort of issue with registration? The, you know, the uniformity required to have a vehicle on the road. <laughs> what color is it? It's a Hulk. It's a Hulk, but and it's got big fist punch marks it's pushing out from inside yeah. and, and of course the whole busting his own face on the hood <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> Hulk come oh my god well it sounds like by the sound of what steve's saying it hulk's trying to break into the box <laughs> basically twinkie uh takes sean to um some sort of parking garage and uh, there's all kinds of these souped-up little cars ready to go do their races or just show off or whatever. And I've written down nearly an ass in sight because there yeah, are women oh all around God. and not an ass in sight. You see, the the Fast and the Furious franchise, as much as I like the newer ones, they need to get back to their core values. Get back to the roots. This, exactly. You know, women shaking their ass while guys drive cool cars. Yeah, they need to save the world with their sound system. You know. I don't know. <laughs> What's that? Girls can drive them too. Yes, Michelle Rodriguez can. Yeah, Letty. <laughs> She's the only one, though. <laughs> well, uh, we saw what happened to Wonder Woman when she tried to drive. Or fly. Coming soon. All right, sorry. That was. I don't know what happened there. Pa- Patty is positing the idea that there should be some sort of bizarro version of Fast and the Furious where uh, guys are scantily clad while women drive cool cars. I'm in. Oh, it's called Justice League? Oh, wait. (laughs) I'm sold. Let's go Hawkeye Project on this all the way. (laughs) There you go. You and Izzy can... But the men have to look half decent. Well, yeah, you're not going to (laughs) stick... You know, stick George went in there in a pair of Daisy Dukes. Yeah. yeah. It's called uh, Magic Mike. Uh, Double XL? Yeah. <laughs> Magic Mike, zero yeah. G-string when they go to space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you guys aware of the Hawkeye Initiative, husband? I am not. Yeah, so you got me, babe. Okay. Uh, so anyone who has ever picked up a comic book may have noticed that the females oh, in said stuff. comic books are usually... Uh, extraordinarily disproportionate and often sitting laying standing flying in uh positions that might break the human spine compromising okay so uh the hawkeye the, the, the in- twisting around look yeah is what you're going so for, the, right? the, yeah, yeah. the hawkeye initiative started as a joke and then it sort of spiraled into an even bigger joke on the internet people draw the character hawkeye in compromise poses <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and it's freaking awesome you gotta look it up <laughs> I will. I will have to do that. Oh, and then there are male, like male cosplayers who dress up and try and do all the female poses. It's, it's great. <laughs> all right. That's why the rest of the world hates us, right? First world problems. 
Yep. yep. Well, um, well, Sean runs we, into we, the uh, quote-unquote love interest of this movie. Um, oh I don't God. even have her name written down anywhere. Uh, I just had her as uh, poor man's Kristen Stewart. Yeah, I, I had her as Chicky. Yeah. <laughs> she looks like she is on volume for the duration of this film. Yep, and, and I was trying to place her accent, and then she mentioned somewhere later on she was like half Australian or something. And I'm like, okay. So so still, what's the accent, though? <laughs> but it makes little sense because we're under the impression that she's lived in Japan her whole life. Yeah. I, yeah. So, you know what? I, I, I dare say it doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, Sean's talking to her. So, of course, once again, because it happens all around the world, her uh, abusive relationship so, boyfriend pops up. His name is DK because he's the draft Don- king. Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Donkey He's Kong. got it going on, like Donkey Kong. <laughs> That's right. And so they have a little standoff, and they're like, no, whatever, man, I'm just talking to her. I thought this was a free country, you know? And that- See, there's, if they wanted to include the whole drift and king aspect into his name, and they didn't want to come up with the confusion of Donkey Kong, I thought, well, okay, they should, they should call him... Uh, King Drift, KD, yeah. and then I realized that's Kraft Dinner. <laughs> he could be the King of Drift, uh, the KOD. But I realized on the East Coast, that's the King of Donaires. He they cannot get a nickname uh, that includes Drift and King in any way, shape, or form. They've all all the good ones have been taken. I mean, it's like goats. Ooh, goats. Can I got be it. I got things. it. Very easy. The Drifting in Cars King. Okay. D I C K. D-I-C-K, there you go. D-I-C-K. <laughs> All right. Okay, I, I'd call him a dick. <laughs> yeah. um, but his real name is uh, Takashi. Yeah, yeah, take, you found out later his name's Takashi or whatever. I'm like, Takashi. oh, see, that's so much better. <laughs> I love those guys on and, What and Were They she, Thinking? <laughs> I, Ishiro and Takahashi. Takahashi, you old so-and-so. Cubby bears! This is... Our podcast is usually a lot more structured. <laughs> what? Oh, well, I, th- I figured that was all done in editing. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's future Brendan's problem. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, instead of uh, fighting it out like uh, like gentlemen do or drawing katana swords, <laughs> which would have been kind of cool, they decide they're going to race to settle their differences, whatever they may be. I don't know, whatever. Um, but... We have a problem. Sean doesn't have a car because he flipped the last one back in America, you know, oh, no. a couple hours ago. <laughs> and and also, it was in America. I mean, even if he hadn't flipped it, I don't feel he would have had it at his disposal. Right. But luckily, there's just a random dude sitting around that's like, yeah, sure, wreck my car. Oh, by the way, my name's Han. <laughs> Han Miyagi. I'm just going to sit back and uh, eat some snacks while you destroy my car. (laughs) (laughs) Like Brad Pitt in the Oceans movie. He's Mm -hmm. just down to eat. All right. Okay, so they race. um, And, and of course, there's the whole thing like, what's drifting? Like, oh, you don't know what drifting is? That's what you're going to have to do to race in this parking lot. Uh, Yeah, use the e-brake or something. It'll work. I find it hard to believe that a guy who is a car guy, a gearhead does not at least have some idea of what drifting is. But he never uses a brake. That's why he can't drift. Yeah, (laughs) I get that. (laughs) Yeah, and so we find out, Sean may be a car guy, but he apparently cannot drive. (laughs) Not in a a drifting fashion in any way, shape, or form. The first race. 
what happened to his yep. car? Well, after he ran it through a bunch of buildings because he kept swerving and sliding <laughs> off the road and, you know, getting bumped off once or twice, too. But, uh, yeah. You know, he would not have wrecked that car if those idiots hadn't been standing around watching the race. He swerved to miss them. Nah. Nah. Yes. <laughs> I am right. We all make mistakes, no. Nathan. Yeah. Yeah, y'all did. Y'all did. You can watch it again. I will watch it again. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, so they race, they race through the parking garage. And, of course, everybody takes elevators up to the top because I guess that's the finish line. Uh, he loses. Uh, Han's car is wrecked and basically says, hey, don't leave town, homie. You owe me. I really wish they had played the Price is Right losing music. The sad thing is, halfway up, the car wasn't as wrecked as it was when it got to the very top. She's she's got a solid point. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There was there was some flubby mechanics going on in that race. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but a, but a great a great little racing though. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a, a thumbs up. <laughs> okay. Right. Uh, so yeah, what happens? Oh yeah, he gets home late. Dad is angry, uh, but Han's there to like pick him up and say, "Guess what? We're going to collect." And uh, so they go to a nice little spot. He basically says, "Hey, there's a guy in there named I don't know Ichiro or something." No, no, he said he has a paw. There's a guy in there with a with paw. paw tattoo oh yeah okay. all right and it, it turns out it's yokozuna yeah Woo! but we find that out just after we find out that lucas black essentially has uh, another sweater on under every layer of clothing he has except for where his nipples are no very nipple. prominent nipples with a lot of hair around them but not covering them as was the style at the time <laughs> perfectly quaffed chest hair and whatnot yeah so uh so suba guy tosses him out the front of the spa a couple times uh but then eventually he just gives han his money and they're like all right cool on to the next one let's go <laughs> what see i don't understand why why didn't he, he just be like yeah here's the money leave me alone because then it wouldn't be he, funny yeah well okay right. violence is funny ha <laughs> so <Yeah>. funny <laughs> gotta teach the child how it really works. Okay. Yeah. All right. Teaching him how it really works. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah, D Han takes, uh, Sean to, I don't know, some random arcade place. Uh, but in the back it's pachinko parlor, what was that? Isn't it? It's a pachinko parlor, isn't it? Oh, maybe. Is that what? Sure. Yeah. Sounds good to me. But in the back, uh, DK's there and he's like, what's this guy doing here? And he's like, oh yeah, he's uh he's my driver now because he owes me some he owes me a car. Like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. Anyway, you gotta leave, Sean. We gotta talk business, which I assume is like underage porn or something. Um, That's but, why uh, they got to recruit recruit high school students, apparently. Yeah, yeah, right. They're not going to jail. They got slap on the wrist. Yeah, <laughs> and move away. Yeah, and just move. And yes, get sent to another country because that's how law oh. works. <laughs> get sent to a DK country, you might say. Okay. In the jungle with the little right. okay. So anyway, Sean talks to Chicky again. Again, I don't, I don't care what her name is, but we find out that DK's uncle is Yakuza. Ooh, now we're getting interesting. Yeah, and DK, he's the kind of guy who talks like he's in the Yakuza because his uncle's in the Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. We do find out that he's just a, uh, he's a tough talker. He's not actually in. 
the organization. He's all talking, no action. Well, there's some action involved, but... Usually drifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he is, you know, uh, the drifting in Cars King. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, so uh, so then, yeah, later Han and Sean go to a party. Let's see. Yeah, they go. To, uh, oh, yeah, they go to a party. Then they are at some sort of, I don't know, drift garage that I guess Han owns and has like a dozen cars and a bunch of people live in Fun there. Bench. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it's like a, uh, Oliver Twist, but for the car set. Ooh, it's like the kids in uh, The Quest that Jean-Claude Van Damme has. Yeah. There you go. You know, the... the <laughs> You know, the movie that he directed where he's a clown that has a bunch of street urchins living with him? It's not weird. Yeah. Did he see not, not at all. Not until he goes yeah. to Muay Thai Island. All right. So, yeah, so basically Han's like, hey, you, 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 I don't know, you have the heart of a driver, which means I guess you know how to hit the gas. You want to learn how to drift? Yeah, sure. Cool. Well, here's another car you can fuck up while you're learning. All right. Sweet. <laughs> This is where we also find out that uh, if your car can apparently do better than 180 kilometers an hour in Japan, the police won't chase you. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't feel that's a thing either. No. But I told you, well, cops just need faster cars. Well, they do need faster cars. That's why they, so have, make a good well, point. That's why they have helicopters. That where it's like, oh, hey, somebody's going uh, 210 kilometers an hour. Uh, get him at the next light, would you? Yeah. <laughs> I know my Japanese accent is spot on, but that's that's basically what it would be. <laughs> or maybe they have some sort of police exchange program. It's like a guy from Boston, like, "Hey, you got a wicked pisser coming up to me." <laughs> Come be the oh, best. jeez, we saw ones like this in Chicago all the time. You got to be careful with them because they go too fast. Right, coming down that Suzuki Highway. Got to be careful there. You don't want to spill your cheese dip. Oh, well, don't go down that road. Anyhow, oh, wait, that's Maine's. <laughs> uh but yeah okay what happens oh yeah then when uh later that next day i guess uh twinkie like a montage isn't it oh yeah yeah Literally the learning montage the and they're like playing soccer yeah. and shit oh yeah also uh twinkie gets in a fight with uh dk's bitch boy i don't know what his name is either but it's like his right hand guy with the, the the blonde hair and you mean the blonde hair guy. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patty does that's his that apparently that's his name for Patty, uh as for everybody else. That blonde haired guy. We we can call him BB, meet in the middle. B- okay. <laughs> blonde boy, bitch boy, whatever. Yeah. Blonde boy. Yeah, there you go. I'm good with that, yeah. yeah. Oh ooh, triple B. That way we can have the whole triple H connection. Yeah, triple boy. B. I'm cool with that. It's time to play the game. <laughs> uh he- No, okay, when they have the fight at the end of it, when it's all settled and they're walking away, he makes a fist and then spits into it. What the hell is I, that? I, I have no idea. I assume it's the ultimate disrespect in Japan. Like, I'm not even going to waste my spit on you or something. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a, instead of giving him the finger, they do that. It's a, so what you're saying, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. Okay. It's a, well, you and Steve make a good point, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> what, wait, waiting for that to come back in the Fast and Furious yeah. in, in number nine. <laughs> <laughs> then somebody throws a shoe at him. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, but uh, yeah, we find out. Uh, oh, yeah, there's like a whole scene where it's like, uh, what do you drift for? 
And <laughs> oh yes, Zen drifting with Han. Yeah. But tires must be really cheap. What's that? The tires out there must be really oh, cheap. Oh, the, the tires that they would have gone through in those mo- training montages oh, yeah. easily would pay for our house. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, there's even this thing where it's like, man, that's the fourth set of tires this morning. I can... <laughs> it's like, well, guys, there's much easier ways to burn money. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Because, guys... In Japan, no less. This is how Han launders his dirty money. <laughs> through tires. Oh, oh shit. Dang it, Is he with the conspiracies again? Like, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and there's yeah, the the drift practicing up the mountain road that'll, of course, come back in later. Yeah, the big old hustling montage. I like, <laughs> I like that Han uh, says Tokyo is his Mexico. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, you know when the cowboys uh, ride off to Mexico at the end of the movie. This is a my Mexico. Yep, I know my Han impression spot on there too. <laughs> Han and Sean, very very oh, similar. Oh, that's voices. the new spin. I can't wait for that spinoff. <laughs> Fast and Furious presents <laughs> Han and Sean Tokyo Drift. Wait, we already did that fifteen years ago. Fuck. Yeah, I'd I'd watch another movie with just them drifting and racing those cars again. Yeah. Back to the roots. Maybe, maybe that's what number ten's going to be. Oh, in don't space. Me, <laughs> yeah, space drifting. Look, I know for the Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yes, it meant space. I really hope that just because it's the tenth one, it doesn't mean in space. Every you know, it's going to be Fast and Furious X, and every, Jason's going to be a part of it. Every goddamn franchise ends up in space. They always end up in space. The brave little oh. toaster ended up in space. He did. He went to Mars. He did. Yeah. Land before time had aliens. Oh, my. That was with number seven, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they've had like that's, ten movies since then. Dedication. They, Dedication. Ice Age went to space. <laughs> yep. They always go to space. Yeah. She, she has a point. She does. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, oh yeah, we get the race between Sean and Triple B. Uh, and of course, Triple B loses and throws a goddamn tantrum. Oh my god. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> um, and then, uh, of course, Sean then has the courage to ask out Chicky again for some reason. And, uh, so he takes her to a nice fancy dinner at a vending machine cafe. Yeah, or does she take him out? <laughs> Oh, actually, shows him the town. Yeah, you're probably right because he doesn't have a goddamn dime to his name. No, no, he's in debt to cars, as far as I know. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Oh yeah, and we get the backstory that apparently DK's grandma is the one who raised her, and I'm like, wait, hold on a sec. So you're like DK's aunt? (laughs) Yeah, I guess. What the (laughs) fuck is going on here? And then it's like, okay, I'm just gonna choose to forget about all that. I, and you guys, and there, you know, there is an almost incest aspect to their relationship that is quite unsettling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's almost like Macbeth. You guys have to remember too that Steve has an uncle who's only like two years older than him, so Steve is familiar oh my, with family I, members. I uh, I'm not dating him. No, on purpose. That's why you left the state I had a to get married. Friend of mine, uh, growing up, whose <laughs> uncle was six years younger than him. Oh. There you go. Yeah. That'll do it. 
<laughs> so virile. Uh, let's see. So what happens after we get that disturbing news? Uh, oh, yeah, they go up the mountain road again. Sith, seven drifters in a row. And uh, <laughs> and apparently no one else in Japan uses this road ever at all. Nope. Ever. Not one. It's not like it's Mulholland. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, this whole movie, it's like, if you're not drifting, you don't have a car in Japan. And the only people you see are the ones in the intersection a little later. Yep. <laughs> and it's like... Oh, you uh, mean the world's largest intersection? Yeah, yeah or the world's busiest, for oh, sure, but... Yeah, Which, I'm trying to remember. Like, it has a world record. Oh. I think it's like, yeah, like the most people cross that cross those crosswalks, like, in the world. Yeah. On a daily basis. Yeah, but 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 aside from that one intersection, <laughs> the other thirty million people just stay in their closets. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would you go out when you have it all at home, right? Exactly, palatial estate. All in all in your reach. Too. All within your reach. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't really have to walk. <laughs> Woo! I did like that uh, when uh, Sean and Chicky, because I don't know her name either. Uh, we're having their tender moment, and one of them says, "I I am a guy, Jin." It immediately made me think about Matthew McConaughey screaming that he was a dwarf. I'm a dwarf. <laughs> I'm a guy. This Jin. is what you people have done to me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh. We've introduced you to the finer points of classic cinema. I've told three people about that movie in the last week and all of them are just floored that they've never heard of it and you always start with Academy Award winner Matthew McConaughey and Academy Award winner Gary Oldman and soon to be Academy Award winner uh, Peter Dinklage Dinklage. that's right (laughs) he's gonna get an Academy Award and that lady who was on Medium yeah. Oh, Patricia Arquette. Yeah, Academy yeah. Award nominee Patricia Arquette. I would. I. I I'd lead with the medium. Yeah. And F H M Top One Hundred Two Thousand Two. Kate Beckinsale. <laughs> and so. Okay. So yeah. So the next morning uh, after they go on their little date, uh, DK shows up at Han's garage and beats the piss out of Sean. Yep. Yeah. That's mm. what you get, bro. But uh, well, it's because. <laughs> Because no, no matter where you go in the world, bro, you talking to my girl, bro? It's it supersedes all guy law. True. <laughs> yeah. Then uh, DK starts talking to Chicky and uh, says something about her mom being a hoe. <laughs> and I'm like, he's such a sweet talker. I'm like, whoa, such a sweet talker. You, uh, you got yourself into this, Chicky. Uh, <laughs> this is what happens when you date your nephew. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, but then the best part of the fucking movie. The uncle shows up. Yeah. Oh, and his entourage has so many missing fingers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like on the Nubbins gang. Either means, <laughs> yeah, either either he aligns himself with idiots or he's super hard on them. Well, based on these guys, I mean, you fuck up once every 15 years. These guys are easily in their 80s, so... I, well, okay. Yeah, you'll lose a few oh, fingers over, I don't know, 70 years of service. I, when I lived in Vancouver uh, and uh, worked at the pornography stores, uh, there was a guy who would used to come in and, and talk about how he was affiliated or associated with the Yakuza. And every time he came in and would talk about that, I said, if to myself, not to him, because I, you know, I don't want to start trouble at work. 
if he was associated, he would have no fingers. Because yeah. he was the biggest fuck-up I'd ever met in my life. <laughs> and then he shows you his wooden hand, and you're like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> oh. Uh, that, that, that tracks, that tracks. Thought you lost that to a gator there, Chubbs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's kind of hard to beat it with a prosthetic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the uncle shows up to talk to DK, and the uncle is played by... Legendary actor Sonny motherfucking Chiba. Who my husband did not believe me was in this. (laughs) It said JJ Sonny Chiba. (laughs) Yeah. You know, there's a lot of Bruce Lees out there. (laughs) As evidenced by uh, the Lee exploitation movies that appeared uh, in China and uh, other Asian nations after Bruce Lee. Oh, I own a surprising number of those. So, yes, I, I am aware. I, I'm not. I, I, I probably would not find the amount surprising at all, unless it was a really low number. <laughs> Is twelve a low number? <laughs> right. no. For you, yes. I'm, I'm shocked that you don't own more. Yeah, but uh, so yeah, Sonny Chiba shows up, and he's basically like, "What? Why? Why are you fucking around with this this Gaijin or whatever?" And then we get that that nice little quote. Uh, what was it, babe? Oh, yeah, it was, uh, like, um, for the loss of the... For a nail. Yeah, yeah, for the loss of the nail, the shoe was lost, for the loss of the shoe... The steed. The steed was the lost, ho- the for horse. the loss of the mm-hmm. steed, the message was lost, for the loss of the message, the war was lost, and I was like, yeah, that's pretty damn good. All for the want of a nail. Yeah. 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 And so then, uh, DK's kind of in trouble, uh, but he Stop goes to see Stop trying to nail Han. your cousin. Yeah, <laughs> that's not why he's in trouble, though. <laughs> Back off your cousin. She's mine. No. Uh, but D- DK goes to see Han. Uh, guns are drawn. And then... Because you... Uh, did We did mention that he, the reason why DK is in trouble because his uncle, uh, Sonny Chiba, a.k.a. Japanese Mr. Feeney, knows that Han has been stealing from oh, DK. Oh, that's right. That's right. Very important mm-hmm. point. Because that's what leads to him going there, getting into the fight, trying to commit vehicular assault, and then the chase. Mm, this yeah, chase. this chase is yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A nice little drift chase because everybody else in Japan uh, keeps three car lengths away and drives five miles an hour. Everybody bobs and weaves <laughs> between them. Uh, but... Uh, <laughs> This this chase is is one of the reasons why this movie is my absolutely favorite, oh yeah it's uh, yeah fast and the furious movie. excellent stunt driving going on right here absolutely mm-hmm. they, there's like a big pile up there in a tunnel they come up out of it and I think Shibuya or whatever where the the world's busiest intersection is and of course it's prime time full with like a thousand Woo! people right in this intersection and as these guys are they. I will say Shibuya has recovered amazingly uh, since Gamera and Gauss had their fight there. Right? Oh, well, They've uh, done a, you know, they will rebuild. They, well, they always They're do, very right? industrious there. Oh, I got that. I got that. I pre-ordered that Blu-ray. Oh, my God. I can't <laughs> wait till July. Coming next week. <laughs> I will. I, oof, oh, my God. You guys, if you guys do the Gamera Nathan, movies, I know. I if it's ever a Gamera mm. movie or an Ernest movie, oof. you're atop of the list. Nathan, is that an I, erection? I am there. And I think we got, what, eight Ernest movies sitting up there now? Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Mm. <laughs> By the way, Ernest Goes to Camp, still fucking amazing. I know. Yes. Yeah. I want to rewatch uh, Scared Stupid here soon, babe, because uh, that's the one I had the most memories of. 
Because that was the one that was on TV the most. Uh, Saves Christmas. Always always a special spot in my heart. It goes to Jail was surprisingly good, too. Yeah, better than yep. I remembered. Uh, better than, uh, as far as like a storytelling aspect goes, uh, than most Ernest movies. Also, it's really cool because you get to see Jim Verney do some ranged acting. Yeah, yeah multiple characters. And yeah. there's always a soft spot in my heart for Slam Dunker in this, but really only because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in it. And he only comes out for incredible movies like yeah. Airplane or Basketball. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if, if Basketball is a good movie. It is. Oh, oh yes. it's absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Izzy knows if, if I ever have oh, like an hour and a half to waste and just want to feel good, I'll throw in Basketball. <laughs> Bas- basketball if, if or Dirty I... Work? Those are your two good That's things. right. Dirty Work. Yeah. If, if I could... Uh... Uh, I, I'd like to take a little bit of credit uh, for that because that movie and uh, Long Kiss Goodnight symbolize uh, the, the time when Patty really started getting into the movies that I also like. Yeah. Uh, love those movies. Excellent. <laughs> I was very shallow as a child. I didn't watch a lot of movies. She was sheltered, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, poor poor Patty. But now... But then, then she met no, me and all I... I'm with Nathan. I watch a lot of movies to the point I don't remember somebody. <laughs> Unrelated story. She was so angry about Fateful Findings. So angry. As you should be. Yeah, that movie's fucking horrible. I'm pretty sure we got what? put on a list for watching about, that movie. What about Demons of Ludlow? <laughs> She didn't watch that. She <laughs> that that was that was for Brendan alone. I'd already seen that movie, and my that's why I was like, he he's getting that. That's the movie he's getting. Yep. Mm-hmm. He deserves it. He loves Medea movies. Oh, Patty! Patty picks Medea movies for us. Oh now. no, yeah. Patty! No, <laughs> nothing wrong with Medea movies. Oh, boo! A Medea Halloween Part Two. My God. <laughs> She she will do it because one she likes Medea movies and and two she likes to kind of stick it to Brendan a bit. <laughs> so when the dust settles, are there going to be more Medea movies or more Fast and Furious movies? Medea. Oh, he's, he's already Medea ahead by like movies. forty. Well, yeah, but the Fast and Furious <laughs> franchise keeps bringing in new characters and new actors. Now, are, are you counting spinoffs too? <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, like well, Hobbs, when all Hobbs of a sudden, and Cha or Sean and Han. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those, those, so those count against the the total of Fast and Furious movies. They'll allow it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That might be the, the that might be a cl- too close to call. Ooh, are they gonna start making the uh, uh, TV like the CMT movies, like they did with Smokey and the Bandit? Yes. Oh, definitely. Somebody's gonna buy a version of both. <laughs> God, I'm not the only one who remembers. Oh, them. we, we own, own all seven <laughs> Smokey and the Bandit movies, including Bandit Goes Country and Bandit, Bandit, Bandit. <laughs> Oh, I remember the one with Elizabeth Berkley. Oh yeah, so good. Oh, there's one with Kathy Ireland. Uh, yeah, it's incredible stuff coming Duckman soon. Would be so surprised. Tokyo Drift. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. Uh, oh yeah, that's Tokyo right. Drift. We're in the middle of like the, the greatest chase scene in history. The, possibly the greatest <laughs> chase scene in all these movies. Yep. Yep. So they uh, they go through the intersection, nearly hitting a person there. Because they all part the seas and drift, and you know, as you would expect that. As a stunt, though, that was super impressive oh, to see executed. Yeah. The, the problem is that they did the digital slowdown, which makes it look fake. Yeah. And so it made it hard to believe if they actually did it or if it was all CGI'd. 
And they did the digital mm. slowdown a couple of times in this, which made me think they may have actually done the stunt and did a shitty job in the editing instead of filming it at a higher rate and like, you know, doing using a real slow-mo camera, they slow it down digitally. It just, yeah, it's, I don't know. It took some of the, the piss out of it for me, which made me sad. Ooh, we'll have to watch the special That's features fair. and see, uh, yeah. see how it's done. Cause yeah, they're definitely the bones are there. But, uh, yeah, well, this ends up well for everyone, I guess, except Han, because, uh, he ends up, uh, <laughs> rolling his car and exploding. No, Han! Damn you, Jason, stay That's right. You saw him there too, right? He's totally. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> and thus begin, thus ends act two. So then. <laughs> right. This is a point where he was like, Wait, we have 40 minutes left yeah. in this movie? <laughs> like, oh, I, I, I thought he, like, died at the end. I thought that was... Th- okay, well... <laughs> well, it, it ends with, actually, a confrontation in front of Sean's dad's place, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, he goes to dad's place, and DK shows up. They get in a fight, have a little Mexican standoff, but then... <laughs> his dad's standing there, back up off my boy! Yeah! Yep. And so then uh, they part ways. Uh, Twinkie decides he's leaving town and going to... I don't know, Australia or something? He's going to his uncle's house. Who was, he, who was his uncle he was talking to on the phone? Oh, Steve? God. Okay. So later... Uh, okay. Yeah, he's going to his uncle's house. Mm-hmm. Is his, his uncle... Is, says, hey, yo, Uncle Deck. Right? Right. Is his uncle th- Decker, Decker Shaw? Shaw? That was our thing. Is that a thing? Oh, man. Yeah. Because what I thought when he said, like, oh, hey, yo, Uncle Deck, I'm like... Oh, Deck, isn't that Ludacris' name? Like, no, wait, that's Tej. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, Decker, son I of a bitch. I said did, because you're the <laughs> best. Oh, so he's like a, like a surrogate uncle. Oh. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> they so, didn't even oh know what they were doing. Oh, shit. They didn't no, even know. No, no, here it yeah. is. Oh. We know Decker Shaw. <clears throat> is in Japan. Many years ago, say 20, 25 years ago, was in an elite yep. whatever Green Beret unit with... Idris Elba. <gasps> Think about it. Oh no, is this their love child? Twinkie is the genetically engineered love child of Black Superman and the Transporter. Oh my god, you know what? That makes sense. <sighs> Alright, guys. Uh, we're going to have to pick up recording again tomorrow because I have to go lay down. You have just <laughs> gave me so much to think about. <laughs> I have to clean oh. up the fragments of my mind. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Uh, we just put, and it's all going to come together in nine coming coming this May. And <laughs> this this now, franchise is getting more and more believable. Right. The, the, <laughs> I, I will say the latter half of the of the conspiracy gets a little away from me, but the idea <laughs> that because the guy who wrote this went on to write the rest yep. of them, that he had the absolute idea that just to plant the seed of Deckard Shaw. A character that would not come out for like a decade, like what? And four more sequels, three more sequels. Yeah, he came out in six. Yeah, right, right at the end of six. I don't even know if he had a name at the to end. Plant yeah. that seed in this movie, it would blow my mind. That is Tyler Perry levels of writing right there. Just right. if they don't, O-tour, if they don't utilize that little gem right there in the next movie, I am going to be angry. So upset. Yeah. Oh, upset. Uh, so yeah, what happens after that? <laughs> yeah, Twinkie's leaving town. Go hang out with Uncle Deckard. Um, wow. Oh yeah, and Sean wants to talk to Sonny Chiba because uh, 
You know the the unstable crime lord. Guy. Yeah, but it's okay because he's he's armed with a duffel bag full of cash that uh, Han stole. And no, so, no, no, Sonny Cheap is the stable crime lord guy. The unstable one was the nephew. No, he's not a crime so, lord though. Oh, yeah, but he was the unstable okay, one. Okay, so there this portion here uh, where uh, Twink gives him the book bag full of cash. They ADR it, I feel, that the idea that the cash is from uh, is from him. Uh, can you guys just hold on a second? got to take a phone call. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's his crime lord boss. Yep. It's, it's my daughter's. <laughs> <laughs> see, I told you, yeah, crime see? lord boss. The real boss. Takahashi is a live and breathe. <laughs> All right. So the rest of the episode will be with me because my wife has to go pick up uh, poor Cheyenne, who is not feeling well at her friend's oh, house. Oh, bye, Patty. Thank you for joining us. Steven needs to say bye. 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 <laughs> So okay, so as I was uh, as I was saying, um, they I feel like they ADR'd that portion into the into the movie to make it sound like Han was giving it or was squirreling it away to give it to Sean, uh, as opposed to a Twink giving him the money uh, and then Sean having to owe him. Yeah. To make Han seem more like a, like a more altruistic kind of yeah, guy. Yeah, as opposed to someone who just screwed over a crime lord and uh, exploded. Yeah. Know. So yeah, Sean goes to see Sonny Chiba. Um, he's basically like, I don't mean no disrespect. I'm just returning the money that you owed. And I apologize. I, I'm, just a, I'm just a simple country criminal. <laughs> right. but, uh... And he apologizes. He's basically like, I know me and your uh, nephew have some differences, but uh, I think we can settle it through a race. To which Sonny Chiba replies... As one does. Yeah, we're right. And Sonny Chiba replies, fuck are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> it's like he's here in the room with us. Right. <laughs> he, he replies, <laughs> Ninja Turtles! All right. Woo! Uh, yeah, but yeah, basically they're going to race and then the loser needs to leave town. <laughs> Which is an excellent stipulation. Is always a good blow off at the end of a good pro- program. Yeah, right. But but um, I just made wrestling references. I just made wrestling references. <laughs> I'm glad you announced it because because uh... <laughs> <laughs> nobody else got it. Yeah. But, womp womp. But there's a problem. They have to do this race. But the cop <laughs> seized all the cars after their uh, I don't know shootout <laughs> slash chase through the entire state of Tokyo. But luckily. There's one junker left that it, I think it isn't it like the first car that he fucked up. No, it is. Yeah, the one he screwed up in the original drip. Whether when he crashed everything, uh, it magically fixed itself and then crashed all over again when he got to the top of the parking garage. That's right. <laughs> I mean, the body's kind of fucked up, but luckily the engine's still there. If only there was a husk of a car somewhere that someone he was related to would be willing to donate. With or without his permission. Fuck. Babe, do you you have any idea? (laughs) I don't know. I mean, it's unrelated news. His dad's been working on this uh, body of an old muscle car he found on base somewhere that apparently he just stole and hides in his garage. Apparently. So yeah, he's got a Shelby Mustang that he's going to trick out with a new engine. Oh, that's not a Shelby Mustang. That's not an aluminum. That doesn't have an aluminum body. 
Well, okay, then uh, Mustang Hatchback from the 60s? Fastback Because Fastback? Yeah, yeah, that's it, Fastback. So yeah, so basically <laughs> they uh, convert it, and then uh, we go to the final mountain race. I got a quick question about this wreck that they do, uh, and they fix up. Why do they go through such care to make it shiny and pretty? They're on a timetable. Because part of it is intimidation. You want to be able to blind your enemies with yes. a waxy outcoat. That's exactly what I was going to go now, with. It's a lot you know like what? the Scotsmans when they used to wear the sequin dresses before they went into battle. Yeah. <laughs> if Fate of the Furious is uh, to be believed, Which is not. Uh, it doesn't need to look good. Just strip it down and make a nitrous booster out of a Coke can. It's all about the driver, not the vehicle. That's not true, right. but also, <laughs> fact, the stripes make it go faster. Ask any car guy. That's true. Okay. Um, I have another question. Uh, there's yeah. a line that said that DK is the only one who has ever made it to the bottom of this mountain road. A lot. Uh, in a race, I'm guessing. I, no, I mean, that's just in general. They He's didn't stipulate that part, but still, it's like, uh, so where are all these uh, corpses and littered cars of his victims? Uh, they just kind of shovel those off. Also, nobody else uses this road? <laughs> you would think that, I mean, why would anybody? I mean, it's just a pristine country road with nothing but lush greenery, uh, an area that's known mostly for urban sprawl. Yeah. Well, and also... Nobody would use it's that. It's also like the equivalent of saying, like, you know, in like all those 80s ski movies when it's like, all right, I got to race to the bottom up so that you can get the funding for the boys club or whatever. And it's like... Yep. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. Terrence over there is the only one to make it to the bottom. And this hill is littered with the corpses of his victims. Like, what? Wow, your you're, you're teen ski yeah. romp comedy took a dark turn, It does Steve. that. Well, this one was directed by Wes Craven, so... Okay. But the ghosts come back to help in the, the end. The, the people under the ski lift. <laughs> the people yeah. under the slopes, yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So yeah, so uh, yeah, this is where this is the point where uh, Twinkie calls his uncle Deckard. Yeah, but... hey Uncle Deck, you got to check this out. <laughs> you know that new sound like... you're looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> you know that new accent you're looking for? Well, listen to this. <laughs> no mine. Uh, yeah, so, uh, everybody watches this race on their phones in 2006, and I've written down, nope. They're flip phones. Yeah, yeah so, filming but it they're on recording. The yeah. They're recording and it. Filming it on the well, Nokia. Yeah, recording it, but no, they're, like, watching the race, because, like, the people at the bottom are, like, looking at their phones, like, oh, man, that was a sick turn, and they're, like, They're live just streaming it, Steve. Yeah, live streaming the on the their flip phones yeah. 15 years ago. In 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. come on. It's Japan. They're ahead of the, the curve. Well, oh shit, you got a point there. <laughs> Come on, guys. She makes a solid point. <laughs> yeah, but uh, DK tries, uh, you know, shoving Sean off the off the cliffs. Uh, but eventually he ends up throwing himself off the cliff. No! <laughs> this game, it made me want to play Test Drive for the PlayStation, uh, PlayStation 2 yeah. so bad. Made me want to play Mario Kart for N64. <laughs> oh, don't. That does... Yeah. Get on the rainbow roadway. has not held up That well. game has held up perfectly. What are you talking about? That game is perfect. Ugh, I'm a, I'm a fan of so Sega much. Rally Championship myself on Sega Saturn. We also have the Super NES uh, Monster Truck Rally. 
Oh shit! And yeah. you can get the nitro boost. Nitro boost. And it only works if you scream nitro boost while you hit it. <laughs> well, of course, and fart, <laughs> which is nature's nitro boost. Right. Yeah. Okay, I'm glad yeah. you guys know how to play. <laughs> so yeah, Sean dodges them. Uh, DK ends up rolling, and I assume dies. Oh wait, maybe not. Yay, they're probably dead. Yeah. But he wins the race, and uh, he's free to go. And so Sunny Chiba is going to let him murder his nephew. <laughs> Neela. Her name was Neela. Oh, Chicky's name? That's the la- one of the last note I have in oh. here. Is she, is he Neela's dad? Like, Legitsky? Maybe. Because his, his, her mom was a prostitute. Oh, shit. But she's, she's half Gaijin. Well, yeah, same name. Oh, the mom was Australian. Oh, the mom. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, mm-hmm. maybe that's why uh, Grandma raised her. So Holy that's shit. and that's why that that's the grandma why, t- oh and that's shit, why Uncle can't let them date. Don't fuck your there cousin. You Sick and wrong. Steve, don't fuck your cousin. Okay. Uh, so someone wants to race the new Drift King. Woo! He says he knew Han, and Han was family. Yep. Nathan, hey. who's the new challenger? Well, I was surprised to find out that it was Vin Diesel as Dom. And I would not have known that. Oh, yes, I would have because they gave it away in the trailer. Yeah, Yeah, trailers are good for that. I've stopped watching Oof. trailers in general because yeah, it's, it's like, oh, a good idea. Yes. we watched a whole bunch of trailers uh, just, was it last last weekend when we were watching movies? Oh, yeah, and yeah. I think I've seen the end of a bunch of movies that don't come out until like 2021. Oh god, what's that one fucking uh, animated movie we saw that's like, coming March 2021, and it's like the fucking wrestling one? <laughs> I'm like, you're you're advertising an animated movie that's over a year away? Yeah, it was Why? some Disney yeah. release. Yeah, like, yeah, DreamWorks or something. Yeah, yeah, one of those things. But yeah, nuts. Anyway. Uh, yeah, so it's Dom Toretta, him and Sean Race. Yeah. That's, that's it. it. Roll, Roll credits. credits. Oh, we forgot the part. I didn't know Han was into muscle cars. Yeah, back in the day. Back when he was family, we did a lot of things together. The next couple movies will fill in that blank, apparently. Then he fucked his cousin and we couldn't talk anymore. It got weird. <laughs> so, looking at this movie, you have to watch them in uh, one, two, four, five, six, three, seven, and eight. Yep. And then so on? Okay. I, I just want to make sure I had that yep, right. And I'm pretty sure we're going to find out that Hobbs and Shaw happened before 2. And so that explains why Ryan Reynolds isn't in it. Because in Hobbs and Shaw 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, you know, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Can't wait Ladies for and it. gentlemen, Tokyo Drift. Woo! Babe, would you recommend this movie? Absolutely. Nathan, I assume you would? Absolutely, 100%. And uh, Patty Wood as well. Excellent. So that's, yeah, all four of us. Yeah. Highly recommend it. Check it out. All right, we're going to take a quick commercial break. <gasps> we are? But when we come back, <gasps> we have more beer, Ooh. fun facts, <gasps> and what we learn from Tokyo Drift. Have you ever watched an absolutely terrible movie and thought to yourself, what were they thinking? Because we sure have. So much so that we named our podcast after it. What were they thinking? Starring me, Nathan. And Brendan. Every other week, we take a bad to questionable movie and unpack it so you don't have to. And then every other other week, 
we ate your cues with our mailbag. Or, you know, talk about whatever. Yeah, no big whoop. No, no big whoop at all. So that's what were they thinking. You can catch us on Podbean, YouTube, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and more. Uh, also, a ton of platforms that Brendan made up. Hey everybody, this is Jason. And Jeff. And Blake. And we're the History of Bad Ideas podcast. And if you like hearing uh, geeks talk about Fisto from He-Man. Or zombies, or dragons, or zombie dragons. I was given copy to read, but it's a piece of crap. So if you just like any geek or any fun stuff, just listen. We drop every Wednesday on iTunes, Stitcher, Tangent Bound Network, or WeBeGeeksPC.com. Oh, God, I'm out of here. And remember to wear a coat. Hi, guys. We interrupt your favorite podcast to interrupt you with an ad for your new favorite podcast. Wait, wait. Isn't this playing on somebody else's show? Exactly. So then how are we... I thought we were their new favorite podcast. Well, we're going to become their new favorite podcast after they hear this advertisement for our show. What's our show called, Justine? Superiority Complex. Yeah. Where can they find us, Patrick? Uh, Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, exactly. You can go to at Soup Complex on Twitter, S-O-U-P Complex, and you can go to Facebook.com slash Soup Complex. But our main page is... On Podbean, and you can find us there at www.superioritycomplex.podbean.com. New episodes are out every Thursday. Justine, yes. what do we talk about on the Superiority Complex? Nerdy stuff. Perfect. Don't get all sensual with your voice. Yeah, did you hear that? I heard it. It's a little inappropriate. If you want to hear a little more of that, tune in to the Superiority Complex. One more time, Justine, what do we talk about? Nerdy stuff. Nah, wasn't no. the same. You tried. Stop, drop, DMX, BMX shop, oh, yo, get a new bike and roll, people wanna buy, sells more wanna lie, and that's exactly why, Edge's limping bikes, get at me dog, and this bike, with this new store I flip, cause people know what I him. it's gonna be some slick, don't know what to look for, when you walk through the door, of my renovated store, boom, not anymore. Hello, my name is Wayne. How about a new chain? Tires so you can maintain. Great traction in the rain. My salespeople with it. You want it? Come get it. Need repairs, we'll fix it. Whatever you got, we did it. Is DMX going crazy? With these prices, maybe. Backseat for your baby. That's my business, lady. Gotta make a move. We got electrics, too. Brand new megabyte groove. Got them all like, ooh. So the next time, you're downtown with a dime. Bring her on inside and leave with a new ride. Stop. Drop. BMX, BMX shop. Quality cheap, motherfucker. Uh, BMX, DMX. <laughs> DMX, BMX shop. Oh, yo. Get a new bike and roll. Right. When are we going to do the whole Colgan Pet Shop? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I got the script. You need parakeets, brother. Yeah. You need well, some of these 24 inch pythons. <laughs> He's seen our script. Yeah, right. <laughs> we literally come up with these while we're like on road trips. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be driving along and it'll be like, what do you think it'd be like if uh, Hulk Hogan had a pet shop? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> do we have reptiles? Brother, we specialize in 24-inch pythons. <laughs> exactly. It's like you've seen my script. <laughs>
right. That's how DMX BMX bike shop started. Yep. <laughs> Get rich or die trying. <laughs> Quality cheap, motherfucker! Hey, this is Brendan Steer, the director of the Velocipaster, and you're listening to everything I learned from movies. And we're back. Oh my god, Steve. We are back. So the haiku... Oh, wait. Uh, no, uh, no, uh, uh, no, uh, no low haikus on this podcast. one. That would be on no, What no, Were They no. Thinking at WWTTPG. <laughs> nope, not, not, that's dysfunctional. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry. Find them over on Podcoin. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I gotta make sure I don't put Podcoin in the advertisements. <laughs> Now it's apparently Podcorn or whatever. Oh, God, that's a scam. (laughs) I know it is. Uh, But but, Bam, I'm a little thirsty, babe. Well, that's a shame because I almost forgot that uh, those are the greatest ads that ever added in the history of adding stuff. Oh, yeah, she said it. (laughs) Also, I have a beverage. I am sitting here, just a girl, staring at a 64-ounce growler of beer, asking it to be a Mexican lager. Ooh. And it is! Ooh, from Talisman Brewing, it looks like. It is. And uh, in honor of our guests, it's called the El Norte. Ooh. Mm. I, I would like to point out that I was classy enough not to make a coronavirus joke <laughs> oh. at the expense of your Mexican. Oh, good. Joke. Then I don't have to make a Lyme disease joke. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> we are. We're all well and good. Also, just don't drink Corona in general, guys. It's gross. Yeah. It is gross. Yeah. And every time Izzy cries, a Corona gets its lime. I'm going to pop my top Yeah, here. thank you. <laughs> oh my god, I can't get the top off. There we go. Oh, my top! <laughs> and four. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> This is what you should be drinking instead of those goddamn Mexican lagers. You want to pour me a little too? Yeah. Because you love me? I do love you. And oh. I love this beer. This is beautiful. This is crystal clear. You can like read a book through it. Yeah, light straw color. Super light straw color. Lots of tiny bubbles. White foamy head. Tiny bubbles. Makes yeah, me and I think it's about 5% as per uh, just pretty much everything at Talisman. Yeah, this is gorgeous. Well, I could probably read my fun facts through this if I really wanted to. Do it! Do nah, it now! Mm. Use my glass. My glass has less texture. Mm. <laughs> yeah, damn, that's a nice smooth uh, Mexican lager. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got a little bit of a green apple flavor to it, which is appropriate for the style. Um, almost no hop on it. Just really mild, refreshing. This would be perfect for a nice hot day. Yeah. Sitting on the beach, drifting your car... Just drifting your car through the water. Just drifting your car through the beach. Nathan, are you enjoying your uh, passion fruit ale, I think it was? I actually, I finished it whilst we were recording. It was delicious. And again, if you're ever out east, check out the Long Bay Brewing Company. Uh, They make a fantastic beer. Uh, That's this full pleasure. Uh, I would also recommend their Ruckus IPA and uh, the Kingberry, uh, which is a raspberry drink, uh, which basically tastes like you're drinking uh, raspberry beer jam. Ooh, drink the Kool-Aid. And and where is that located? Uh, The Kennebecasis Valley in New Brunswick. What about the Canuck? Oh, Canada, that's right. Canuck Case? Yes. (laughs) Valley? Canada Case. Kennebecasis. The Necronomicon Valley. It's not not far from New Wijewak, but if you you hit... What was the name of that place? Uh, Montcon? Up north there. No, there's a a place... um, God damn it. I just ruined so, my own bitch. So, uh, Nathan, 
could you tell me what you walk? Would you would you would you walk or whatever the name of that city was? Uh, <laughs> I, I would walk. I really would would walk if I could. Would you would you walk? <laughs> so you're gonna make us a I, list I, of I, breweries I, I, and ways to pronounce them uh, when we come out there, right? I, I just the breweries themselves aren't. They don't have weird names, just the locations of they are. Uh, also, uh, as I was saying before, uh, it's in the Kennedy Cases Valley. It's not far from the Widgewalk, uh, but if you if you hit Appahawk, you've gone too far. Oh, no. oh yeah, Appahawk. Speaking of weird names, Steve, how do you how do you spell Tooele, a city about an hour south of us? Uh, it looks like it's pronounced Tule, but T O O E L E. Tawilla. Also, how do you pronounce H O O P E R? Lipper. 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 Everybody knows that. I've been corrected many times. Like L A Y T O N is pronounced Layton. Okay. Also, uh, mobile uh, should be pronounced that way. Mobile? Not mobile. Mobile, Alabama. <laughs> mobile, Alabama. Yeah. Mobile, Alabama. Yep. Hey, babe, would you be interested in some fun no. facts? Only if they're super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Well, they're also interesting tidbits. Interesting tidbits. uh. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, good. Excellent. All right. All right. Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, Nathan, what do you think the critics thought of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift? Uh, Not a whole lot. Uh, I'm going to say 25%. How about you, babe? Yeah, they weren't on board with this yet. Um, I'm going to say 15%. 38% 38% with the critics. Oh. But now right. for the important one. Audience score. 82. Uh, yeah, 90. Even better, 69. <laughs> you know what? Five. That wow. is perfect. Yep. $85 million budget, which was the highest at that point. <laughs> U.S. gross, $62.5 but worldwide gross, 158 A lot less than Too Fast, Too Furious. Oh, which is a shame because this is a far superior. It really is too fast. Okay, well, you can check out our episode a couple of days ago for that. (laughs) uh... There you go. (laughs) All right. Oh, here we go. The drifting in this movie was performed by professional drivers, as reported in a recent sport compact car. Reese Millen, his father Rod, and a handful of other famous rally and drift racers consistently perform drift sequences in this movie, possibly assisted by Patrick, the expat. Yeah! I don't know. Uh, this was released in Japan, but under the title Wild Speed 3. Okay. Yeah, not confusing at all. I don't know why you would say that. <laughs> We're Fast and the Furious, also known as Wild Speed over there? Yes, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Paul Walker wasn't asked to return because the studio felt he was too damn old. <laughs> Ouch! Yeah. Uh, this is also the only Fast and Furious film not to star Paul Walker prior to his death. Spoiler alert. Though he's yeah. also coming back in 9. Don't ask too many questions. Is this going to be his brothers with his face superimposed? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, they're going to grab off Tarkin him in there. It's going to be great. Oh, uh, oh my god, if uh, Tammy you, and the you're T-Rex show up You're the too. word disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> no, Grand Moff Tarkin. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, this was the first Fast and Furious movie not written by Gary Scott Thompson. All of the sequels are written by others based on characters created by Thompson. Okay. Okay. So, okay, I got a question then. So, you were saying earlier that uh, the list of writers or credited writers grow as these movies go on. <laughs> if somebody helped create a character in Seven, 
that's later used in like you know eight or nine, but they didn't write on it. Do they get the writing? I credit? believe yes. so. so. Yeah, because they, yes. they get a based on characters thing. My yeah, that, that's why the uh, Vibe magazine article writer Ken Lee gets a credit on all of these movies. Yep. After poor test screenings, Universal Pictures asked Vin Diesel to make a cameo appearance to boost its box office potential. Diesel agreed to appear if Universal would relinquish the rights to the Riddick franchise for him. Diesel was then able to make Riddick in 2013 independently. So y'all can blame this movie for Riddick. Woo! (laughs) Uh, The film takes place in 2013. Uh, The events in the film were later retconned to... Uh, chronologically take place after the events of the later films 4 through 6. Vin Diesel shows up in a cameo in the final scene saying he rolled with Han. Han leaves to return to Tokyo at the end of Fast and Furious 6, which takes place sometime before Tokyo Drift. In fact, Furious 7 occurs almost simultaneously with Tokyo Drift. And and reuses some archive material. Okay. So, they're telling us that we're meant to believe that in Japan, in 2013... People were still using Nokia flip yes, phones. Yes, but they were, but they were able to stream them. Exactly. That makes more sense. Nokia flip phones in Japan in 2013 makes no sense regardless. <laughs> yeah, there might be a loophole in this movie a little bit. Okay, so Han apparently dies when his car explodes due to a fuel leak. However... In Fast and Furious 6 and Fast and Furious 7 is revealed the accident itself had not caused the explosion. Instead, Deckard Shaw, played by Jason Statham, blew up Han's car in retaliation for his brother's near death. Which makes total sense. Look it up. Woo! Han also comes back in 9. What? Or he's a robot. I don't know. We'll see. Or he's a clone. Could be a clone. (sighs) So now the time has come. What Mm -hmm. did we learn from Tokyo Drift? Nathan, would you like to start? Uh, yeah, I I learned uh, that if you uh, get into a fight with uh, Tim Taylor's uh, oldest, uh, you can escape punishment by flying to Japan <coughs> and learning not only how to drift, but also how to be zen with oneself uh, as an alternative to going to jail. All right, babe, how about you? Um, I learned that uh, apparently country hick boys only want a woman who's with another guy, especially if it's her cousin. <laughs> uh, I learned the police in Japan won't chase you for go- going over 180 kilometers an hour. They don't chase you after a mile. They're not going to chase you. That's right. <laughs> That's when they send those gunner helicopters. <laughs> I, I did learn that uh, J.J. Sonichiba is uh, Japan's Mr. Feeny, uh, at least in looks. <laughs> and um, uh, probably also that um, people who should be in the know about what a nickname like Twink uh, entails uh, aren't in the know, apparently. <laughs> oh, they're in the know. Where, oh, okay. So you're. Par- okay. Where do you think he gets uh, all his his cash and trades and barters? Hmm? He's he's a male prostitute. You've sold me. That makes yeah. sense because he okay. wasn't racing. That's for sure. Right. Uh, I learned that apparently Twink was related to Deckard Shaw. Right, Uncle Deck. <sighs> that, honest to God, if that becomes a thing, my. I, I I will have to bow down. <laughs> the planning of the writers 
uh, for this front franchise, uh, <laughs> part three and you, you, you were right. It's a front. This is <laughs> this, this is how drug dealers launder <laughs> billions of dollars now, is through uh, yeah. Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> also, I learned Han made all his money, I'm assuming, on cocaine. Well, yeah. And and laundered it all through the... Through tires. Um, the, the, the tires. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, Patty loves her coke. <laughs> well, Nathan, thank you for joining us. And, and when Patty comes back, uh, definitely thank her for us like a thousand times. Yes, thank you so much. We're, we're, we're all, all ever so grateful to Humboldt. pop that pod cherry. We are humbled. It was, it was actually really great. Stop talking about my wife like that, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> It was uh, it was actually really great for her to do this because she was super nervous. Uh, she does not care for the sound of her voice, which I think oh. uh, she should just not worry about that sort of thing at all. Um, and it was really fun that she got to do it about a movie that she really, really if, loves. If everybody stopped doing podcasts because they hated the sound of their own voices, there'd only be like three podcasts out there. Mostly Brendan and Jason. Uh, exactly. And Steve. Yeah. Don't forget Steve. <laughs> Do love the sound of my own voice. <laughs> well, on that note, Nathan, do you have anything uh, no, you Steve. would like to plug? I would. Uh, I have a friend here uh, who just wants to say uh, something. All right. Please keep your pants on. Hello! Good Lord, Steve! I forgot the uncouth chicanery that goes on in this podcast. Uh, I am Montrose Monkington the uh, Third from Bedenshire upon Hampton in the Great Hunt Country of England. Um, I would like to invite you to uh, enjoy my YouTube channel, Montrose Monkington TV. Uh, I would also like you to come uh, and be friends with me on Facebook uh, at the group Montrose Monkington III Esquire and Friends. And you can also find me on the Twitter devices uh, at Montrose III. That's the number 3RD. If you've seen my cousin Ben, tell him I'm looking for him. We need to have a pint. Hello, hello, hello. Is somebody say Montrose was in town? Oh, oh yes, Ben! It's so excellent for you here. You know, speak the devil's name, and he shall appear. Hey, you say some bad point here. Have one of mine. Oh, oh delightful! It's that dark Mexican Indeed. ale. <laughs> oh, quite good. <laughs> I, I'm not going to make any terrible jokes about viruses. <laughs> Has anybody seen my nephew Twink? Oh, hello, <laughs> cousin Jason. <laughs> good lord! They're punching out their monkeys and they're looking down. I don't know where they came from. There's, there's an old one sitting on the shelf chair just wanking it. Hello, everybody. Don't mind me. <laughs> oh, Father, stop that. You're, you're unsettling the Americans. You can find me on Tinder under Montrose2ND. That's the number 2ND. Oh, good lord. <laughs> it used to be Junior, but there's nothing Junior about it. <laughs> this, this is why I identify mostly with my family from England. Thank you. More after dark. Oh, you're awful. Just awful. Uh, ben, let us go get our drinks. Oh, uh, Twink, it has been a long time since hello, I've seen you. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> is your, uh, your uh, Twink of a nephew, is it? Well, let's let's just go, okay? Oh, yeah, boy, here's one for you, it's too. your nephew. It's, it's your... All right, let's... Thank you. More later. Right, th- thank you, Montrose. Thank you. Uh, babe, welcome. I understand you're also on the social medias? I am, but this is explaining why the cat litter boxes are full all the time. Holy a bunch shit, of fucking that's monkeys right. living in our house. I thought a, we moved away from this. There's at least three in here. Jesus! 
I don't know where that twink guy came from. Ugh, they're just, it's like they're breeding down here. So one tiny Venus, you said? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I have no monkey-related art over at untidyvenus.etsy.com. It's a goddess <sighs> who's been at housekeeping.etsy.com. I've been thinking about releasing the Dana Gould as Dr. Zayas hugging kittens, Aww. but I have not done a full release. Nice. I was also thinking, like, wait, do we have a King Kong one? No, no, nope. I, I drew that one for somebody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes, yeah. uh, a couple of years ago, we went to go see Dana Gould uh, live, and I, I, I cyber-stalked him and looked up all his cats, and I, I drew, he has a great bit where he is Dana Gould as Dr. Zayas, as Dana Gould. <laughs> uh, no, he's... He, he's Dana cats. Gould as like William Shatner, William Shatner as Dr. Zayas. As Dr. Zayas. It's absolutely fantastic. So I drew him as Dr. Zayas hugging his cats. And when I gave it to him, he gave me this very strange look and he goes, that both these cats just died this week. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> and he's like, but my daughters will love it. <laughs> One crawled inside the dryer. The other one oh. escaped out the back door the same day, and later that night they heard Rough. the coyotes. And he oh. still let us interview him a couple times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm putting him up for honorary Canadian. Well, babe, hypothetically speaking, let's yeah. say a cat accidentally got into our dryer and uh, was tumbled for a while. Ooh. Is there some place I could go for aromatherapy or essential oils that could mask the that space. fresh hell? <laughs> Go to frankyamur.com and I would recommend Hottie by Nature. It smells like an orange creamsicle. It's got orange and vanilla, a little rosewood in there. It is delicious. Guaranteed mm. to uplift your spirits while you're pulling all of that <laughs> that roasted cat carcass out of your dryer. Yeah, half of it's in the lint trap. <laughs> <laughs> and you got to clean that out, otherwise it'll start. I know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. safety third. And of course, you can follow us right. here at Everything I Learned From Movies at EILF Movies. That's Everything, Everything I Learned From Movies. We're also on Patreon and all that stuff, but you already know that. Uh, let's see, coming up April 8th, Wednesday, April 8th at <gasps> Groovies in Ogden, <gasps> we have a movie yeah. that we're screening. Yeah. Still to be determined, but oh. if you follow us on social media, oh. you know exactly what it is, and hopefully it's something that's going to be super fucking awesome we, because we're working on things. We have two great options. One of them is very dependent on uh, a third party we are really hoping comes through. If not, it's still going to be fucking awesome. That's right. Now, Nathan, if we couldn't get enough of your smooth, sultry voice, where would we find you? Oh, well, you can find me over at the What Were They Thinking podcast. Uh, We're on Stitcher, um, Spotify, all the podcasts, (laughs) really. Even a bunch that uh, Brendan made up. like uh, Pod Closet and Pod Kid Knife Podcorn. and the Teddy Ruxpin Appreciations, Podcorn, yeah, Teddy Ruxpin Appreciation Society, uh, Al Jazeera. Uh, we're just piggybacking off their message boards. Uh, thanks. To <laughs> They're Spotify. very popular these days. Um, oh, but don't forget and of course, uh, well, well, we used to be uh, part of the WWTTPD, the What Were They Thinking Police <laughs> Department, uh, but unfortunately, we lost all our municipal funding, oh, no. uh, and that is now a defunct organization. Goddamn budget cuts. Uh, but you can also catch us over on our home base uh, in on Podbean, and uh, we also have uh, our Facebook group. Uh, what were they thinking? And then what were they thinking? Interactive, where you can you know interact with Brendan and I. Uh, and of course, we're also on Twitter as well and Instagram, I believe. Yeah, you are. Yes, indeed. Excellent. Yeah. Well, until next time, I'm Steve. 
And I'm Izzy. And I'm Nathan. This is Everything I Learned From Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Bluest, my head is like a shark. <laughs> oh, if they could bring that into the franchise, my life would be complete. I could die happy. Ooh, Fast Ten, directed uh, by Paul Verhoeven. Or wait, no, Rennie Harlan. Rennie Harlan. And then That's eventually right. they're going to get a shark to space, and oh, oh, it's just going to be so And stuff. It's going to be so good. And then instead of when people say it's when the franchise jumped the shark, it'll be when the franchise spaced the shark. <laughs> Over the moon. Yeah. <laughs>